In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. The Buchanan City Commission met last night, and we now know why their city manager was suspended and is under investigation. Mayor Sean Dennison announced that city manager Ben Eldridge is being investigated for allegations related to misconduct and creating a toxic work environment for city employees. In all, Dennison says there are 42 allegations lodged against the city manager that are under investigation. Tomorrow night, a special meeting of the city commission will be held to publicly discuss the future of the city manager. Also at last night's meeting, the mayor elaborated on ethics charges and potential removal of City Commissioner Dan Vigansky. He says Vigansky broke confidentiality in releasing details of the investigation to the city manager prior to a full review by the commission. Vigansky responded, this feels like a mutiny, and in such occasions, you hang the mutineers, not the captain. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is urging caution around Great Lakes piers and breakwaters, especially during the high winds and waves. Josh Hackey is the chief of operations of the support section of the Army Corps and tells us this is the time of year when it gets more dangerous to wander out on the piers. The Great Lakes are dangerous anytime if you're not careful, but cold water in particular can cause shock and cause drowning. So the main thing is just to, to really stay away from those structures during any period of inclement weather. Hackey says a person can get cold shock in less than 60 seconds if they fall into the lake. He reminds everyone piers aren't there for recreation. Keep in mind that the reason the structures are there are to protect the harbor, to make sure the ships can come in and out of the harbor safely. And so while it's not uncommon for people to to walk out on the structures and use them for recreation purposes, the primary purpose for the structures is to protect the harbor and make sure that shipping and boat traffic can continue safely. Aki also says objects under the water aren't as visible on windy days, and someone who's fallen into the lake can injure themselves by hitting them. He notes every year West Michigan sees drownings because of people falling off piers. Additionally, everyone is reminded to stay off Lake Michigan ice once it forms. As the Coast Guard says, no ice is safe ice. Michigan State Police are taking a closer look at commercial vehicles on I-94 this week. Sergeant Nick Asmus out of Pawpaw tells us the motor carrier officers are conducting the annual statewide Eyes on 94 campaign. The Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Division really focuses on violations committed by commercial vehicles that are most likely to lead to crashes. Those are speed, following too closely, improper passing, distracted driving, you know, using your handheld mobile devices while driving in improper lanes. Commercial vehicles include semis, and Asma says when a semi driver isn't paying attention, the results are often tragic. There are a lot of crashes that involve commercial vehicles. Not always their fault by any means, but we are, you know, we're just trying to target those areas, especially during the, you know, with inclement weather coming around. Asma says the Eyes on 94 initiative is part of the statewide Drive Towards Zero Deaths traffic safety campaign. He reminds other drivers to also take care on the highway by giving themselves plenty of stopping distance and ditching the distractions. The safety campaign runs through Friday. The South Bend International Airport kicks off its annual Bears in the Air campaign this week. Spokesperson Julie Curtis tells us this is the 12th year they're collecting teddy bears to be given to children who are having a difficult time during the holidays. Being in the hospital during the holidays or any time throughout the year is not something that anybody likes, definitely not children. And so this program was created as a way for us to provide teddy bears to children in regional hospitals. Curtis says the Bears in the Air campaign has made a big difference, providing comfort to kids. 
In the last 12 years, we have provided over 17,000 teddy bears to children in the region's hospitals, including Corwell Health Lakeland. Everything begins today when community leaders in South Bend will drop off the first bears of the year at the Bear Den at the South Bend International Airport. This Friday will bring the annual party at the airport where funds are raised to purchase more bears. Tickets are $35. The public's invited to attend. You can also donate online. Curtis says the bears will be distributed to the hospitals the week of December 18. The Bears in the Air campaign also raises funds for a veterans center in South Bend. A couple of projects in the South Haven area, Recreation Authority, have gotten a boost from the city of South Haven. At a meeting this week, the city council voted to advance $100,000 to the authority for the new Phoenix Street kayak launch and the 14th Avenue recreation fields. City Manager Kate Hosier told members the projects are being largely funded with grants, but there is a gap between when the grant dollars are awarded and when the construction will be done. The ask tonight is that will the city lend or advance Shara $100,000 to cover the, the construction costs for these two projects. South Haven Township has also advanced funds to the Recreation Authority for the work. Hosier said the kayak launch, in particular, ought to be a nice addition to the community. This was positioned out there so that you could float or paddle into South Haven and that there could be a shuttle or a livery service that could take you back and yeah. forth, utilizing that river more than a has been. The council approved the advance to the South Haven Area Recreation Authority while noting the city has a surplus that covers it. The advance would be returned to the city before the end of the fiscal year. It was a cold day, but it didn't stop 85 people from going to the Wamaw Farms in Goebbels on Monday to load up Christmas trees so they could be shipped out as part of the Trees for Troops program. It provides Christmas trees for personnel on military bases all over the country each year, the farm's Betsy Wamhoff Perales tells us they've been taking part in the national program since 2006, and it's made a big difference. I know a few years ago, and I don't remember which year without looking in the records, we reached the 200,000th mark for trees, not Wamhoff Farms, but the program. And this year, they're going to reach 300,000 trees. Volunteers on Monday loaded a total of 361 Christmas trees and 354 Christmas wreaths onto trucks. This year, the trees loaded up at Wamaw Farms are being sent to bases in Missouri, Texas, and Illinois. Parts of the Upper Peninsula got hit with heavy snow on Monday. A winter storm warning was in effect for some areas of the UP, according to the National Weather Service meteorologist John Voss, who is in Marquette. Wind, snow belt, lake effect snow belts of the UP that'll get the heavier snow. So the counties right now affected are that are under a winter storm warning are uh, Gogebic, Onsnagan, uh, Southern Houghton and Berrigan counties in the western UP, and then Elger, Northern Schoolcraft, and Lewis counties in the eastern UP. Voss was expecting those eastern areas to get 5 to 10 inches of snow. He said some could receive a foot of snow for the first big storm of the season. It's less than a month until Christmas, and many people spent the weekend putting up their Christmas tree. Michigan Christmas Tree Association says Black Friday is usually the busiest day for tree farms in Michigan. Director Amy Start says buying a real tree helps Michigan's economy. It's about a $41 million industry to Michigan. And so that's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of farming. That is a lot of money that's going back into the economy. So by supporting local farms, you're really helping Michigan's economy. Start says about 25 to 30 million real Christmas trees are sold each year in the United States. 
Michigan's duck hunting season runs through January, and many hunters are concerned about how plentiful their future will be because of a recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling. It's been six months since the high court removed protections for most wetlands in the country. Zach Morris heads the Conservation Federation of Missouri and says the Sackett v. EPA case dealt with identifying which waters are protected under the Federal Clean Water Act. Morris says without thriving wetlands, duck hunting won't be able to carry on. It's hard to say how many of those uh, unprotected wetlands are going to be plowed under or how fast, but that's certainly, I think, a reality that we'll face is significant wetland loss over the next 10 years or so and declining duck numbers as a result. Wetlands are also the primary habitat for 200 at-risk plants and animals in the state. Morris says most of the ducks that migrate through the Midwest on the central or Mississippi flyways hatch in small pothole wetlands in North and South Dakota, Iowa, and Canada. Duck habitat is expected to decline for the U.S. portion of that. And Monday was Cyber Monday, a day for shoppers to catch online deals and a day for shop owners to capture sales. Michigan Retailers Association's Andrea Bightley says for all stores, no matter the size in this day and age, you need a website. It's so incredibly necessary for small and medium businesses to have that online presence. If only to post their store hours and a featured item. But that online presence for small businesses has really allowed them to grow leaps and bounds. No more are they stuck with just a brick-and-mortar shop. So many of them are doing mail orders and curbside pickups. Bightley says holiday sales should be up about 3 to 4% this year nationwide. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.